The Haunted Underpants by Dale Shaw, Episode 4. When last we met, our hero Gunston had gone to a shop to buy underpants, but was slightly disturbed by the fact that the underpants first winked at him, and then it appears they have just spoken to him. Now we continue. The underpants voice came from the Y in the Y fronts, the white piping acting as kind of lips in a non-comforting way. Are you going to buy me then? Or are you going to be a right ding-dong? This was the pants speaking. I wasn't familiar with the word ding-dong, but I assumed it wasn't going to be nice. The pants accent was quite gruff, as if he'd be perfectly at home working in a small booth at the entrance of a budget in a city parking lot. Oh, I managed to say eventually, you can talk, I decided to then add pointlessly. Not my finest hour. Not like the time I ate an entire dino bar given to me by mistake by a confused scoutmaster and then I found a totally different dino bar and opened on a bench and I ate that one too. That was easily my finest hour so far. Yeah, the underpants replied with a light hint of mild annoyance. Um, I said. Uh, how? How what? How are you talking? How are you talking? That was a fair point. How was I talking? Because my insides? I offered lamely. He didn't have eyes, but his frontal gusset shifted slightly to indicate the rolling of eyes. Just as earlier, they'd indicated winking, which I may have mentioned, or I may have not. I can't be bothered going back, and neither should you. Sure, yeah, why not? He said rapidly, me and all. There was an awkward pause. I looked at the underpants and smiled a bit. The pants cleared his throat, <clears> throat> or the underwear equivalent of a throat, and then started to quietly whistle to puncture the silence. <whistles> I wasn't really sure what to do next. Look, mate, he finally piped up, either buy me or stick me back on the shelf. Don't just stand there holding me like a proper Charlie. Again, I decided the proper Charlie was probably not a nice thing to be called. But he had a point. Either I purchased these talking underpants and dealt with the consequences, or I returned these talking underpants to the hangar shaped like a clown's mouth where they'd come from and wonder forever what life would have been like if I'd happened to have bought those talking underpants. To be on the safe side... I picked the latter. Whoa, 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 said the pants as I moved him back towards his former home. What are you doing? Putting you back on the shelf, I said. Even though it wasn't a shelf, it was a hanger shaped like a clown. But I decided to use the language he had employed as I hadn't yet worked out the overall intelligence of these talking pants. Listen, don't do that, he said. I'm special, honest. You could do with having me around. Why? Um... The pants furrowed his panty brow. Because uh, I'm a Viking. What? Yeah, I'm a Viking. Kids like Vikings, right? He adopted a sort of pirate voice. Arg! I'd be a Viking. Like the ghost of a Viking living in some underpants? He thought about this for a bit. Sure, yeah, why not? This was perplexing. 
while my dreams of living alone on Mars meant enjoying a quiet and uneventful life, the idea of owning talking underpants possessed by the ghost of a Viking was more than a little intriguing. All right, I finally said, I suppose I'll buy you. My decision had been slightly clouded by all these pantly, ghostly, nordically events. Sweet, said the pants, in a very unviking way, adding a lacklustre, Oh, me heart is. In the next instalment, Gunston seeks advice from his grandfather, who's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs>